Hi there. Welcome to Shrink Chat. This is the companion show to our podcast, Terror Talk. My name is Shannon, and I'm joined each week by my friend, Kathy. On this show, we talk about psychology and true crime and TV and movies and whatever else comes up. It's a bit looser. So hang out and welcome to Shrink Chat. It's by Zombie Joes. Mm-hmm. It's called the Urban Death Tour of Terror. <laughs> That's a, they're selling it, aren't they? Let me see. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Shrink Chat with Shannon and Kathy. Hello. Hello. You know, I don't, you don't even know this yet, but what I was going to tell you was, is that for those of you who don't know, we have a Patreon and as part of our Patreon, we have a Discord community. And if you don't know what that is, hit us up, write us an email and ask, because I'll tell you all about it. Uh, But what I decided to do, and this definitely came generated from the patrons that are on Discord, so I don't remember who originally suggested it, but we all like glommed onto the idea, is that uh, for Shark Week in August, we're going to watch a bunch of shark horror films. Yeah. And folks, uh, some of our um, people, fabulous listeners, and now friends on the Discord are going to pick those movies. Um, they may, may or may not know that. <laughs> but they're going to pick those movies, uh, and we're going to watch them, and we're going to have a Shark Week Fantasmic is what's going to happen. So for those of you who might want to gear up for Shark Week, our take on it is watch all the bad and good shark movies that you can. Because there's a lot of them. I mentioned recently that I watched the Ouija Shark. <laughs> so <laughs> get with it. Of course you did. <laughs> Again, Pepper loved that one. So <laughs> our resident trash lover. So the next thing we would like to do is a little segment we like to call. I dropped it on that one. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh christ that was horror facts with kath which is a little trivia segment that we like to do or that she likes to do and harass me with okay this is a director number one this director was heavily influenced by dr seuss and Roald doll mm, i like those people number two while working for disney he made a six minute black and white stop motion film depicting a young boy who fantasizes that he is Vincent Price, and Price actually provides the narration for this. Number three, he's directed one music video by The Killers for the song Bones. Number four, he has only ever won a single major U.S. film award. And number five, he was fired from Disney for being too scary. Tim Burton. You got it. Boom. Boom. You know what's so funny is our listeners contact me and so on social media and in our Discord when I get one right. It's so rare <laughs> that I get a bunch of like, you got it, you go girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, at least a lot. But I had to however, spell out with the last one. I got one last month though too. And so I might be on a semi roll. But I knew it actually the first clue I knew what it was, but I didn't want to, I wanted to hear all the. Yeah. That one was more fun. I like, those were some fun facts about, he always, he's always had this love with Vincent Price. I know. And I love that. And 
I like Tim Burton. And yeah, he's awesome. It was awesome. I didn't know any of those facts. It just made sense. Yeah. And if it had been someone else, that would have been cool, too. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I wanted to mention that um, director Roberto DeFio, who directed The Nest, and Paolo Stripoli, a mysterious Italian horror film <laughs> titled, they have made a, a film called A Classic Horror Story. And it's going to be on Netflix on July 14th. And so there's a teaser trailer out and all that good stuff. So I would check it out because it says that it's the Italian Midsummer meets the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ooh, okay. Which is high. Thi- that, that Living up to that's pretty rough because that's some exploitation, dark horror right there Mm -hmm. and italian you can only imagine what the spin on that will be Mm -hmm. so pictures look pretty good but i would check out the teaser of that i mean netflix is getting in the big horror release game so Mm -hmm. i kind of i i you know i'm going to check them out the other thing i wanted to mention too was that in other news uh rob zombie rob zombie on vocals and i i mean as much as I may or may not like most of his movies, I actually like his music. Yeah, no, his music's great. I mean, that's why do you think they use a lot of his stuff? It's at, usually uh, got a great groove. And at Universal Horror Nights, they use him quite a bit. I really like it. So, yeah. Uh, so the Ice Road. Um, this leads me into talking about the Ice Road. Is after it's this is the description after a remote diamond mine collapses in far northern Canada, a big rig Ice Road driver Liam Neeson must lead an impossible rest rescue mission over a frozen ocean to save the trapped miners contending with thawing waters and a massive storm they discover the real threat is one they never saw coming okay dun 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 and it's got a nikki six uh rob zombie collab in it so that's cool i'm all about it yeah all right cool so we had a couple of oh wait you had an announcement didn't you yes i have uh Something that I think maybe we should look into. Yes, ma'am. This is called, it pulled itself off of here. Zombie Joe's. It's okay. I think the people are used to that. (laughs) I think by now they're used to you. They're like, oh God, here she goes again. Here she goes. You can't find it. It's on the, (laughs) just call it charming. Well, just, it's part of Kathy's charm. Okay. So Zombie Joe's underground theater group. So this is just something we might want to check out. It's a walkthrough. Um, you're given like a flashlight. It's pretty, it's like looks pretty creepy. great. Sounds pretty great. Um, so it might be something that we can do for Halloween this year. Um, there's actually a Facebook page, Urban Death at Zombie Joe's Underground. But they do a bunch of different stuff. So if you go, the last drive-in also I think has been sponsored by them. Um, but they do a bunch of different things, but I feel like this might be, might be another fun haunted house. So it's in Los Angeles. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Looking forward to this Halloween. We were just talking about before we were recording this episode, we were like, it's actually going to be like an event Halloween this year. So it says for this, it's there. It looks like North Hollywood and yeah, nothing's off limits. Like it's not going to have as many rules as right. Like, universal so and even by the fall 
It's, I mean, we have rules now. There's lots of stuff we have to do, but like California, as of June 15th, you don't have to wear your mask outside. As of right I think now. what they meant was like they can touch you. Oh, oh, oh. And oh, like oh. there's like not as many. Sorry, I'm COVID is. Yeah, no. I <laughs> the think, only it, thing it, I think like, about. Like they're going to scare you however they feel like scaring I can't you. Kind of wait. Don't yeah. touch me. <laughs> so I don't know. I want to look into it more. Yeah, we'll get but some it says early nothing, reviews. It, and it's a theater group. All Nothing right. is too taboo for us as a theater group and for Urban Death and all of our shows, we have no opinion on anything. So it seems like it's like an interactive. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Anyway. As long as it's not billed as an extreme thing, you know, when they use that word, that means I, I've seen the extreme horror houses and I'm not interested. Yeah. No, no. Not like, you know, you come but, out traumatized. Not but they like can that. touch me. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. I'll let them know. <laughs> Get the memo. Touch the tall one. Okay. We did some buddy watches. We watched a movie called Fried Berry as part of the Joe Bob Palooza, The Last Drive-In, Joe Bob Briggs at The Last Drive-In on Shudder, which is live uh, every Friday right now, but it's winding down. They do about nine or ten weeks, and by the time this airs, it will have been, it will be almost over. So catch Friday night on Shudder for the last couple of weeks if you can. And then they're also always streaming. You can look at all three seasons as well as the marathons and specials that they've done. So check that out. So Fried Berry is a 2020 movie, comedy, horror, sci-fi, which we've been talking about a lot. I happen to love that combination. Barry. Barry is a drug-addled, abusive bastard who, after yet another bender, is abducted by aliens. I thought it was going to say is abducted by yet another alien because <laughs> <laughs> he could have been by the look of him. Barry takes a back seat as an alien visitor assumes control of his body and takes it for a joyride through Cape Town. <laughs> what follows is an onslaught of drugs, sex, violence as our alien tourist enters the weird and wonderful world of humankind. It's actually based on a short film by the same name. So which makes sense because could have been a little bit shorter probably. But what did you think of fried berry? I really, Kathy? I don't know how I got through it, but I did. Um, and I think at the beginning I was like, what am I watching? And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden I'm like, I'm kind of enjoying this. <laughs> if you stay on the ride long enough, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just out there, you know, like he's on, he basically, out there. he basically gets to become this host of this alien who, you know, he's walking around. Uh, in this drug-induced mm -hmm. alien, yep. whatever, seducing women with his his what, what do you call it? He's got this really but it's blank like, affect, but and... it's like the alien aphrodisiac yeah. inside oh, right, of him right, that right. they're picking up on, and yep. he just looks like a psycho killer. Yeah, he looks really scary and kind of awful and sweaty and out to lunch, right? Because he's got this like vacant look in his eyes, but because he's got the alien mojo, he just. They just are all over him. Yeah. And then there's drugs added to that. And then there's there's a couple of funny like sex scenes. I thought that was funny. Plus, it's Joe Bob. So you get his commentary mm -hmm. in and out around it, which I really enjoy. And I'd have to agree. It was like you began to feel like you were doing the drugs and that you were the alien. What about the last scene with the baby? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Where he's didn't know he was a father but it's really just him dressed up like a baby yeah. playing with the fishbowl or whatever yeah so that gives you an indication of the lunacy but it, it does it is one of those movies that feels like a drug-addled 
nightmare of some kind, and mm-hmm. there is a strange enjoyment to it. Mm-hmm. If you hold on long, if you can, if you can just. I don't know what's going on and this is really bizarre, but I'm just going to watch it. Yeah. Like you have to let go of any kind of thing that you were expecting. You really do. <laughs> Which I did. And and then I enjoyed it, but I was also watching with you, watching with people on the discord. So there was like a lot of fun commentary going on plus Joe Bob. So take that into consideration also that like when you're watching with friends, I actually didn't watch it with you guys. I watched oh. this one by myself. Oh, okay. Which is why I, why I said like watching it with when I usually when I watch it with you guys, it's like it's different, but it was something to do this one on your own. <laughs> it would be okay. So that's definitely the thing you guys need to know. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I don't know if it's funner with friends or not, but certainly like, I think for one like this, less weird, because the commentary is probably, pretty funny yeah, yeah. It, it was everybody was going like what the um the other buddy watch we did was a movie called oxygen which Oof. we also watched with uh friends on discord oh, god this movie was something so this is <laughs> yes it was mystery thriller sci-fi hour and 41 minutes 2021 so a new one uh oxygen gets the white knuckle maximum out of its claustrophobic setting <laughs> <laughs> with director Alexandre Aja, Aja, probably, and star Melanie Laurent, making this a must-watch thriller for sci-fi fans. This is one of those movies, so it's French. It's by the same director who did uh, High Tension, which is why I chose I chose it to program. It's a survive. They call it a survivor thriller. It tells the story of a young woman who wakes up in a cryogenic pod. She doesn't remember who she is or how she ended up there. As she's running out of oxygen, she must rebuild her memory to find a way out of the nightmare. So it's literally one of those movies, um, yeah, where you're in a box with her. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the people we were watching with were freaking out about that a little bit at first, because that's a real fear for oh, people being trapped. That was, what did I, when I sent you the text, I was like, I'm having a panic attack watching the opening scene yeah, of this. Yeah, what did you think, what did you? First of all, I think it, um, I wish I would have, been able to just watch it in the actual language because to to be the only person in a movie and care and be on one set which is essentially this pod yeah um with some you know voiceovers coming in of people she's talking to and to be able to develop a story that way that captures someone Mm -hmm. um and makes you really pulls you into what they're feeling i was really impressed by how much it actually kept my attention yeah i thought it was well done because that's a really hard role to pull off and keep people interested and captivated and i was i felt the intensity and then i felt the heartbreak and i felt all of that that when she started putting everything together um i think it's worth a watch i think it's worth a watch too i think it's a little just it's not something I'm going to watch again. No. Mm-mm. So just take that into your consideration. However you, you know, star movies and yeah. however you grade movies in your mind. Like one of my grading factors is like, would I watch this again and again? No, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a good first watch and a good watch and a good entry. And I like this director. Mm-hmm. So I just want to keep seeing things from them. And it's like a little sci-fi nightmare. It's tense. There's a couple of moments that were like, you know, you go like, mm-hmm. Eek. I don't want to give it away. But there's a couple of moments where I was like, OK, I did not want that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you want in a horror movie. I'm not the biggest fan of that, like 
one person in a pod kind no, of thing. No, me neither, usually. But it worked, though. But I can't say it was bad, right? Like, I, I'm not going to watch it again, necessarily. It's not going to become one of my favorites. It's not any of that, you know? It's like a three out of five stars type of thing. Like, solid watch. Totally recommend you watch it. And I like sci-fi stuff, so. So I'm surprised, you know, you don't always like sci-fi things. Yeah, but- it's hit or miss for me. But I thought this was, because to me, it was like, it was sci-fi, but there was a, a big drama component to it too yeah i mean i i definitely thought it had flaws as far as uh, like it was a little clunky like it didn't quite hold together all the time like i did get distracted on several Mm -hmm. occasions and then have to go like huh well it's long are we still in the box well i mean it's long yeah it was too long which is it was too long i'll give you that because it's an hour and 41 minutes i feel like they could have chopped 20 off of it i thought it was longer than that was only well see that's what i'm saying like it felt longer (laughs) no but i'm looking at over two hours here maybe i'm not oh no oh no that's the trailer is two minutes and 45 seconds sorry yeah it's an hour and 41 and it was i did feel too long to me but again like i could have shaved 15 20 minutes off of it and would have been a lot tighter probably Mm -hmm. better anyway anyway, that's what we think of that All right. So what did you watch on your own? (sighs) Oh, oh, that was a groan. Let's start with the bad one. Yeah, fun. Uh, This is called Stay Out of the Fucking Attic. Oh, yes. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm. Mm, It's pretty bad. Uh, The article review says, and stay away from this movie. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, that was easy. (laughs) Interesting Interesting concept. You know, it's this, these somewhat grifter outcasts people who own a god where do you want to start they're they're a moving company okay Okay. and they're all like they they've all had a past and they're trying to move past that and trying to work and be productive but also trying to make money and they get to this house and this guy is like this older man is like listen you have to have all this stuff out by the end of the day and they're like i don't know if we can do he's like i'll give you three thousand dollars whatever it was and Mm -hmm. they're like if you can get it done and they, they Mm -hmm. commit to it. And, um, but he's basically like, you know, stay out of the attic, whatever, just move everything. And you find out that he is a ex Nazi who was running experiments on children. Right. And they're ex cons, right? They get their ex cons. Yeah. So they're like trying to get their shit back together. Right. And they just need a job. They just need a job. And they're trying to do the right thing. So they're like, all right, well, because the one guy was like, my money's going to go to my kid's college fund. And, the, you know, they're trying to they're trying to get their lives together. So yeah. they take the job. Uh, yeah. And then you realize that the main character, not the Nazi dude. Right. But the main the guy who runs the company. Yeah. You find out that he's like an ex white supremacist, basically skinhead. And, you know, everybody else in the group are like people of color and whatever. So there's this whole thing. He's like, listen, I don't think that way anymore. But he then, you know, ends up kind of, he ends up figuring out that the guy running the house is this ex-Nazi. And so he's been running all these experiments. And basically we have like hybrids living in the attic that are, have been experimented on. It's just, you know, it's, <laughs> there like, was a couple of fun scenes. There's there, a couple of fun scenes, like but this movies. The, one of the articles, which I totally agree with is here's this one, the younger guy, the younger skinhead guy, his opportunity to have like lead a film mm-hmm. and his acting was just so incredibly poor and, and just one dimensional and terrible that I found myself like 
doing a million things while I was watching this. Yeah, that's unfortunately what ends up happening is it's so hard. Sometimes I'm like, I have to talk about this now. Yeah. On this podcast. And I have literally had trouble paying attention for more than five minutes. Right. And so that's why a lot of times, I, I mean, I'm definitely guilty of this, is I have to watch 10 movies to find couple to talk three about. to talk about yeah. because that's just the way of the world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, people complain about it all the time. And I, I'm okay with it. Like, I like watching movies, so <laughs> I'm good. But it's really difficult when you can't keep your consciousness together. And this is one of those. Yeah. Yes, I did see this movie. I saw it a while ago, so I had to actually like look up the picture and go like, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> and then I remembered some of the scenes in the attic, which were pretty like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I mean, scene. Yeah. but but the generally speaking, yeah. not so much. Yeah. I saw a movie called For the Sake of Vicious. It's a 2020 movie. It's an action horror mystery. Hour and 20 minutes long. An overworked nurse returns home to find a maniac hiding out with a bruised, beaten hostage when an unexpected wave of violent intruders descends upon her home, it becomes a night for survival. So it's interesting because this couples two horror subgenres that I am not a huge fan of, which is, or, or I should say that really terrify me in a way that makes it almost not fun to watch sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so I have to be in the mood. Okay. So those subgenres would be um, invasion, you know, home invasion mm-hmm. movies and torture or exploitation. Mm-hmm. And there's some of that. I mean, just from the description, you can tell that's the two subgenres you're dealing with. It was unexpectedly pretty good. I maybe because it's right there in the description and I was I like I knew what it was I knew what it was in for and it wasn't as much the home invasion doesn't really happen for like half the movie Mm -hmm. so I enjoyed but here's why I enjoyed it I enjoyed the violence and the gore and stuff that Mm -hmm. was in it okay um and so I sort of enjoyed enjoyed it Okay. And I would say like watch it. If and if even if you aren't that thrilled with those subgenres, you know, it it has some it ramps up to a pretty disturbingly like you wonder how these people are alive type of thing, but it's mostly stabby stabby punchy punchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly like did that guy just stab that guy again? Yeah. Because the home invasion comes and then there's all these new characters that kind of come in and torture everybody and you're not really sure who to like and who's going to live or not, which I kind of like. Yeah. Like you don't really know and then you think one person's dead and they're not and then you're thinking of blah blah blah. So the last half of it like really sold me on. Okay. I sort of like the stabby stabby punchy punchy. Nice. Everybody He's bloody and yeah. bleeding all over the place. All over the place. Half the people are dead, half aren't, and you just don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. So I, I did enjoy it. Okay. So there. What else did you watch? I'm going to take you back to the 80s. Yeah. I watched... <laughs> Shock! <laughs> I watched a movie called Edge of the Axe. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's originally a Spanish film, but mm-hmm. this was this was in English. This is on my list of movies to watch, actually. Really? Yep. So, you know, I'm, we're kind of laughing at it because it's like, okay, mm-hmm. so you watched an 80 slasher. Mm-hmm. I will say, mm-hmm. well, here's the plot. In the rural northern California mountain community of Paddock County, 
Nurse Myrna Dobson is viciously murdered by a masked murderer with an axe mm. while driving through a car wash. So that's sort of how it starts. That is how it starts. <laughs> and then you you start to see more of these murders unfold. Okay. And, you know, they give you the three potential suspects of which guy could this be. And there's these side stories. But I'm not going to give away the ending. Okay. For an 80s movie... The twist at the end is kind of rad. Oh, it nice. was actually I love that when that happens. For its time. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I think they it was pretty good. Pretty good. Nice. It has like, you know, you have to get through the the 80s hair and the <laughs> the music. You're like, am I watching a love story <laughs> what or am happening? I watching yeah, um terrible. You just have to let that happen. But the twist is pretty cool. All right. You got to consider the time. Yeah, like take into account that you're watching an 80s movie. But if you love 80s horror movies like you do, and actually the reason why it made my list is because it was one of the ads that Joe Bob showed in between movies this last Friday night. Yeah, And so I was like, oh, must be on Shudder. I want to check that out. Yeah, it is on Shudder. And it looked looked good. Uh, The other movie I wanted to mention was a movie called Marrowbone from 2017, drama horror mystery. Uh, almost two hours long, one fifty. A young man and his three younger siblings, who have kept secret the death of their beloved mother in order to remain together, are plagued by a sinister presence in the sprawling manner in which they live. Another writer-director combo, Sergio Sanchez, made this movie. It's on Hulu. Where is my little note about this movie? <laughs> I know I had a little note. I thought that this movie was, again too long and needed a, a bit of an edit okay. but i'm finding that a lot these days i don't feel like it justified it's hour and 50 minutes and i had and i think i went into it with more expectations than i should have mm. because i really liked the idea of that premise and i really love sinister presence movies i like a sinister presence in a house type mm-hmm. of movie mm-hmm. and so I think we've talked about this before, like certain subgenres. In fact, I know we have, we have higher expectations of right as just as people. And you all have your high expectations too. Like if you really love romance movies or whatever, and you've watched them all, you're going to have pretty high expectations for a new romance movie. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're still going to watch it and probably like a lot of it. (laughs) But so I, I liked it. I thought it was very tense. There was drag in the middle, which I thought needed a, a bit of an edit. But I thought it really had nice twists and turns. I don't know if you meant drag, like there was a drag <laughs> show in the middle. And that would be, I don't know if that'd be exciting. That would have livened it up a bit. Or, okay. I mean, if the sinister there a, presence. There was drag in the middle. Yeah. If there was a sinister presence that had a drag show in the middle. Now that's something. That's like a fried berry. I was just going to say, then we're in the alien fried berry land because these two things are not congruent. That's right. But now I would like you all filmmakers to make that movie. So. I did think it, like I said, I did, do think it had good twists and turns once that was happening, but there was this sort of drag in the middle that I needed to fast forward, wanted to fast forward through. But other sure. than that, you know, a solid watch. I mean, check it out. All right, All right folks. Yeah. Thank you so much for your listenership. And if you want to hang out with us more often, watch movies with us, read horror books with us, do, do all the things and, um, 
have discussions every day, really, in there. Uh, we have a Discord channel, and it is private, so you know that it's a safe place because it is only for our patrons. So become a patron for as little as five bucks a month and join us. We would love to have you. This has been an episode of Shrink Chat. My name is Shannon. And I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Shrink Chat. Please check us out on our Patreon page, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We'd love to engage with you as part of our community. Please take a moment to leave us a comment on any of our social media. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, sleep safe.